Welcome back to the Richard Pyatt Show and our continuing series with Summit Point. Summit Point, the Behavioral Health Authority in Calhoun County, Michigan, Battle Creek and surrounding areas where, as we've been learning as we go along, as we meet more people from Summit Point who are charged with various duties and uh, areas of assistance, boy, we're learning about the vast expanse of the work that's being done at Summit Point and how proud we are that Summit Point exists and the help that they're delivering. Today is no exception. We're meeting Denisha and Tiara, who are both members of the case management team. They're care managers, and we welcome both of you. Thank you. Thank you. As care managers, the two of you have a very specific and special focus that is helping folks after a mental illness diagnosis. Now, if you could just put yourself in, in that position or think about it for a moment, you've had this kind of a diagnosis. Now, what are you supposed to do? This is exactly what Denisha and Tiara are charged with doing in helping folks. So, Denisha, I'll start with you. What are the typical steps you follow to help someone when they've received this kind of a diagnosis? So typically when they receive this type of diagnosis, it's, they have went through an assessment and so after the assessment, then it is determined what level of care services that they will go to. And once if they are referred to case management services, then that means that I will meet with them within seven days of an assessment and then start doing a treatment plan processing, which is person-centered planning, which is the goals is focused around what the customer needs are. And so we just start from there, find out what their goal is, what their, it could be a three-month goal, six-month goal, a yearly goal. We just start with the person and meet them where they're at and try to help them reach that goal, no matter what it could be. It could be for housing. It could be from getting social security, getting Medicaid, getting a primary care provider. It can mean all of those things when we're doing treatment plans. Mm -hmm. Okay. Tiara, I would imagine, as we just heard from Denisha, you know, it, it's within days that you're having that first conversation after the diagnosis. That's probably pretty important, right? You've got to get right to it. Yes. Yeah. Why is that? It's important that we get with them as soon as possible. It's a big step when we have customers come and say that, you know, that they do need services, but there are also times when the customers may not want to receive the services or feel like they're okay. I see. How do you handle that, Denisha, when, when someone might be resistant to what might be best at that point? Uh, that has to be difficult. I try to really meet them in the middle um, okay. to see, you know, like, you know, is this something that you do want? Because typically case management services, it has to be the per the person wanting those services, but then you also have it where they're court ordered to have those services. So if they're court ordered to have the services, then it's a little different, a little difficult. Sometimes we have to petition them, um, do pickup orders, meaning that we have to um, send pickup orders to the police and have them sent to the hospital. And then sometimes they're put inpatient right. until they're, they agree to the care. And typically you do that a couple of times, then they'll start participating with you. Mm -hmm. They start to see, to see the value, right? Absolutely. Yeah. Well, you are to be commended, both of you, because that can't be easy when you're, you're having to work through that situation. On the other hand, Tiara, you probably have had the opposite happen, right? Where you've helped someone and they've been grateful for it. Is that true? Yes. Can, can you call to mind a situation like that, that, 
that uh, especially uh, impressed you? Someone who uh, was really grateful. One of my most proud moments when you first have that initial contact, they're very guarded. They don't really say much. And then, you know, building that rapport with them and working with them. And then they're calling you, when are we going to get together? They letting you know, oh, I did this. I'm making my bed on my own. I'm getting out in the community more. I don't feel as sad today. And that, that really tugs at your heartstrings. And I've had a couple of customers, you know, I've seen that in them, like from the first initial visit to now, I'm like, oh, they'll text me, they'll call and we get together. Well, let me show you this, or this is going on. It's just, it's amazing. It's oh very amazing gosh. to witness. And it, you know, it makes the job worth it because you, you see that you are helping people. It's good days and it's bad days in this field. Mm-hmm. But when you see somebody that's actually making progress, like it's, it's great. Well, you know, it really is more than just help that you're doing. You're changing their life. Yeah. It's uh, incredible. Denisha, you probably have had experiences like that too, where folks uh, have progressed. They've become more comfortable with you, et cetera. Absolutely. Absolutely. We deal with anything far as, you know, a lot of times when people deal with CPS, their children get taken away because they have a mental illness. And unless they get their mental illness in order, you know, they can't get their children back. So I didn't have to sit in courts. I didn't have to testify in courts to help people get their children back. And as long as they were doing what they supposed to have done and met all the requirements, we were able to get their children back successfully and they still have their children. So, you know, those are some of my proud moments when I really have to deal with the whole family at times. Mm-hmm. Boy, you know, um, I think some of us probably don't realize the extent to which some of these problems may reach and the value of the service that you're providing and the lives that you're changing. This is, uh, this is what you're doing. And our communities are better because of what you're doing. So uh, folks, just sit with that for a second as you listen to Denisha and Tiara talk about just a little bit here about what they do and uh, how that is helping our community to improve and helping the people live better lives who are in this community. That is uh, really incredible. Is there a way that you recognize, I mean, other than the obvious that you've just talked about, is there a way that you recognize that what you do helps them most? I guess maybe I should ask first. Are you working with people on a long-term basis or is this somewhat short-term? So you have some people that has been case management for many, many years, but then you get those that we're able to transfer to a lower level of care, which is simply like the net program where it's just medications and uh, med reviews and psyche valves only. So that means they don't have to see a case manager. They have every, all other needs are being met besides their medication needs. Okay. So yes, we do, we do see that. And we um, evaluate every three to six months to determine whether or not they need continued services. So it's certainly possible, and and it's probably happened, where you've worked with someone and then they've moved on and and they're not part of your caseload anymore. And uh, maybe you uh, feel a little emotional when they when they move on. Yes. Some of them is like you're happy, but then you're sad to see them go. Yeah. I mean, but, you know, you still see them around here or there. But, yeah, it's it's kind of like or it's like a proud moment, like seeing your kids graduate. So, <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, it's a it's a threshold. You like to see them cross. Right. Yes, absolutely. Like she said, it's a proud moment. And you do you get in your feelings of business. It's bittersweet. (laughs) And by the same token, for your own 
a health, you probably have to be a little guarded about that, don't you? You you can't yes, get too absolutely. attached. Yeah. Yes, boundaries like in this type of field, you have to have strong boundaries because without boundaries and knowing your ethics, then, you know, that's that's the key to case management because you can't let that that connection go to where you become friends. And, you know, it's not it turns from a, um, a unprofessional you know, relationship now. And so you have to keep a professional at all times because so you do get some of the younger ones because we got 18 up to 60 year olds and you'll get those younger ones that kind of cling to you a little bit and you got to kind of keep those boundaries. Yeah. And we all know what it's like uh, sometimes to have to, to be frank with a friend, right? It, it's, it's yes. difficult to do that, but yet when you don't have an emotional connection and it's all business, you're doing your job, right? It's a little different. Yes. Yes, yeah. I agree. I'm empathetic, but I have to have those boundaries. <laughs> well, thank you for all the work you're doing and the effect you're having on people. This is no joke when you say Nisha and Tiara are care managers, because obviously they care about the folks with whom they're working. And uh, that makes a, a huge difference for all of us in the community. So thank you so much for sharing this story with us. And these two are part of the vast case management team at Summit Point that is doing this on many different levels for many different people who need it. 